Hey, welcome back once again to the big radio friage show, the Bergman Osman experiment. This is Oz for the week of September 5th, 2011, the week that will encompass 9 11 once again. I'm here in Los Angeles, your co host Peter Bergman. The other side of the coin, David Osman, is up in Blue Youth Studios. Whidbey Island, how are you doing, Dave? I'm doing great. I thought for a minute when you said uh, this is Radio Free Oz for the week, I thought, no, not for the weak, for the strong. Oh, that's right. Well, if there are some strong left, Dave, I mean, that's I guess that that's who our, our, our real um, uh, demographic is, is the people who remain strong during these difficult times. I hope so, all of you. All you out there, flex your muscles for the next uh, 45 minutes. Here yeah. with Osman and Bergman. So, what yeah. do you what do you got to to uh, spring on me here, Pete? This morning? well, uh, I, there's a couple of things that I just can't I just can't turn away from. Okay, <laughs> because they're just they're just so totally bizarre. All right, let me just let me just I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of read you this kind of right out of the paper because it deserves it. All right, okay. Arizona Republicans are fundraising by raffling off a Glock pistol, the same brand of gun used to shoot Representative Gabrielle Giffords just eight months ago. You like that, Dave? <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's good. On August 26, Pima County Republican Party sent out an online newsletter that described the raffle as part of an initiative to raise money for get-out-the-vote efforts or get-rid-of-the-politicians efforts. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. <laughs> yeah, all right. Get yourself, it says, this is quoted, get yourself a new Glock 23 40 caliber handgun for just 10 bucks if your name is drawn or if you hold up a store. Or if your pistol is drawn, you can get it earlier. Yeah, yeah if you draw a pistol, you'll get it for less than 10. Yeah. You get it. That's right. For just $10, this gun could be yours, reads the advertisement. 125 tickets were sold, okay? All probably to the same guy. Giffords was shot in the head on January 8th of this year in Pima County, the same county. 19 others were shot, of whom six were killed, and uh, the model of gun being raffled off is not exactly the same. This is Harping Game. It's not exactly the same as the one that shot Giffords. Uh, the Glock being raffled off is a 23. She was killed by a Glock 19, not killed. She was wounded by a Glock 19. The Glock 23 is designed to hold more powerful information. Oh, well, we should upgrade them, right? We got more powerful information. Wait a minute, it's got a chip in it? Yeah, well, if, if, you, if it doesn't <laughs> have a chip in it. <laughs> I like that, though. A, a revolver with a chip in it. Maybe, maybe um, you know, a uh, uh, satellite location device. I so, don't know, Dave, but I, I don't know if the chip in the gun is as big as the chip on the shoulder of the shooter. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's, uh, uh, it, you know, it just... How could they possibly do something like, like that, either out of pure naivete? Let's just pretend these people aren't totally evil, right? Go, what are we going to do? Let's raise some money. Well, let's raffle off a gun. Well, what kind of gun? How about, how about a Glock? Real popular in the state. Yeah, a real popular right? Glock. Sure. Why and, not? Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, you know, these are, these are people who don't think the way you think, Pete. No, I mean, don't. they don't. They don't think the way I think either. They don't think gun. I don't want that anywhere near me, my children, my friends, or my neighborhood. I just no. don't want it. Uh, it's no. dangerous. That I think that way. I mean, I've I've thought that way ever since I saw my first gun fired, and I said, "Oh boy, send me away from that one." Uh, I just that's that's the way I feel about guns. These people don't feel that way. It would be like auctioning off a cowboy hat or a pair of cowboy boots. The gun just goes with them, man. Hey, I don't mind raffling off a pair why, of but cowboy boots. Well, why would they? She, yeah. she wasn't kicked in the head. She was shot. So yeah, the bullets yeah. don't bother me. I'll tell you the thing that really bothers me about this, and I'm scandalized. These are Republicans, right? These are by American Republicans. They're raffling off a Swiss gun. What's oh, wrong? Yeah, what's it, wrong with us with a Colt or a Smith and Weston? You know, no, it's gotta be a, a Swiss gun. Excuse me. Yeah, okay. You're right there, Bergman. If shoot yeah. American. Yeah. 
Absolutely. If you're going to knock off American politicians, do it with American guns and American ammunition. That's right. Homemade, yeah. man. Homemade. Homemade. Yeah. Well, load yourself. Get, get loaded and load it yourself. That's All a right. that's a good one. You 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 might have another one. I, I I know I was going to mention to you that this is probably the first time in uh, in recent history that a hurricane has ever hit Vermont. Oh man! Not only hit it's that place is still pretty much underwater. Yes, you talk it about is. Having Talk about having a house that's underwater. You know, yeah, you and I have both spent time in Vermont, and it's a lovely place, and it's not really hurricane territory. No, you don't think of it as being, uh, you know, and that's a a wonderful thing about, quote, global warming, end quote, is you can either explain it, uh, you can either blame God, or you can blame global warming, or you could just duck, you know, Mm -hmm. and stay out of your basement and get into your attic. Well, Michelle Bachman... Got in some real trouble telling everybody that Irene was God's uh, wake-up call, and everybody, nobody's taking that anymore. That's no longer a positive thing to say. That, no, that a natural disaster is God warning or punishing us. Remember, it was a uh, Jerry Falwell, that wonderful Christian pig, who said that uh, 9/11 uh, happened because God lifted His protective veil because of gay marriage. Right. Yeah, yeah, that that, that it, and Katrina too. That was pretty much the end of God's wrath. Uh, you know, yeah, blaming well, weather on God's wrath. Yeah, yeah that does, doesn't work anymore. Okay, so so she came back. She said, "I've got a great sense of humor. I was just talking in jest." Of course, you play it back; it doesn't sound funny at all. That's your way of telling a joke. I'd like to keep her off the airwaves. All right, Dave. All right, now this I, I got to give you another one only because it's also Arizona bound. Arizona turning into the total nutcase state. All right, mm-hmm. but it also it also involves a character that has fascinated me for a long time, and that's Steven Seagal. When I tell people that I've seen all of the Steven Seagal movies, they not only think I'm crazy; they think I I'm suffering from bad taste. Okay. Even worse than crazy, yes. Even worse, bad taste. Well, the fact is, is that there's something about Seagal, <laughs> the nature of his, of his films, and the way the way he carries himself, and, and his self importance and invulnerability, and all of these things. This Jewish pool boy, who was discovered by creative artists, right, and made into a made into a star. Something always fascinates me about him. I did meet him once when we were both giving awards out at some sort of a Big show in Vegas. He was very, very timid and up against the wall and totally frightened and alone and talking in a tiny whisper. So this is the guy that plays nothing but superheroes, right? Well, all right, here's my latest. Oh. Have you heard about the show he's got on A&E called Lawman Steven Seagal? <laughs> no, is no, it? No. 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 Okay. Uh, actor and, quote, lawman. Steven Seagal is being sued for conducting a raid on an Arizona man's home alongside deputies of Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Oh, he's, him? Yeah, oh yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which allegedly resulted in the accidental death of the man's puppy. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, oh, man. All right. Jesus Sanchez Yovera is asking 100 grand in damages and a public apology. After Siegel, Seagal and the Maricopa County Sheriff's Department conducted an unfounded raid on his home in March that involved driving a tank through Yovera's front gate. <laughs> oh. The raid was taped for an episode of Seagal's A&E reality show. Well, what are we going to do this week, Tivo? Let's drive a tank through some poor bastard's home. The Steven Seagal lawman and was conducted as a result of allegations that Yovera was involved in, you're, you're thinking what, terrorism, uh, ter- you know, bank yeah. robbery, yeah. what do you think, no, drug trade, cockfighting, 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 that must have really enraged Seagal, if you're going to be a no, no cockfighters but me. You know yeah. what I mean? That's kind of, that's kind of his. It's kind of his take. If you're going to be a cockfighter, you know, don't get in my way. The raid was ostensibly to prevent the alleged animal cruelty, though unfortunately the resultant gunfire killed Covera's eleven-month-year-old dog and over a hundred of his roosters. Oh, machine gunned the roosters, did they? They machine gun the roosters, tanked down the gate, and killed his puppy. Killed okay, his so. puppy. Well, I, I, and and 
I don't know, man. I, I, I was just racing for my cockfighters. That's all. And they killed my puppy. And yes. I'm going to sue the bastards. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's what he said, right? He's going to sue them. But, yeah, it's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, but Segal is, op, is operating alone. He's teamed up with the infamous Arizona Sheriff Joe Arpaio, along with Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. You mean the guy? Hulk fame. Hulk, yes. yeah, Hulk, yeah. To, to help Arpaio on his crusade against illegal immigration. Now, isn't that a story? Come on. Uh, I mean, that. Uh, I mean, that, that, that's as good as it So is. they were really looking for this guy to be harboring illegal alien cocks. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, and yeah, fighting with cocks and being cruel to cocks. So therefore, we're going to go through the fact that they sat down, all of those wimpy TV producers sitting around drinking bad coffee saying, why don't we just drive a tank through his gate? Oh, you know, you, it's you, like, you can that'll just, make good TV. You can just imagine. That's the problem with giving everybody a little camera is, you know, what I mean. Well, I thought yeah, you were going to, I thought you were going to hit me upside the head with, uh, with uh, Rick Perry this week. Cause he's certainly, you know, uh, <laughs> besides the hurricane that hit Vermont, uh, Rick, Rick, uh, since we were last recording, he entered the field. He's, yeah. he's, he's fed up and people are now reading his books, which they never did before and discovering yeah. things like, um, let's see, social security, uh, the, the new deal never died and, and like a bad disease. Yes. Uh, the programs have spread. Social Security yeah. is an elaborate illusion cooked up by government magicians, a Ponzi uh-huh. scheme, a monstrous uh-huh. lie on this generation. This guy is, what, 50-something years old with his nice, his wide tie and his good shirt and his nice haircut. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes. I, I assume that he's not concerned about uh, anybody who's 65, 70, 75, 80 years well, old and how they're going no. to get through life. No, he's not. No, he's no, not. And he doesn't have to worry about Social Security because he's made sweetheart deals with the ultra, ultra, ultra right reactionaries that are supporting him. They gave him shares of their company just before the company yep. bought something and went up, and he's made real estate deals and he bought airplanes with them. So here's the thing, Dave. Right. Okay. The thing about Rick Perry, who is now, by the way, I think it's, it's his nomination to lose. Really, because the empty suit can't keep up with him. The fact is, is that the, the, the Republican Party is the Tea Party now. People talk about what's the Republican Party going to do with the Tea Party? Are they down? Are they, gonna, are they losing? No, it is the Tea Party. Okay, so here's the problem with Perry and those people. They aren't very good national politicians, okay? Anybody that stands up and says that, Social security is a disease and a Ponzi scheme has already lost Florida within a nanosecond. It's gone. Okay. Every Bubba in that state, every Bubba and Bubba, Bubba is gone. All right. That's the stupidest thing. In fact, Perry said, if I'd known I was running for president, I would have never written that book. Oh, <laughs> well, oh, I, no. think, I think we can all pray for a uh, Perry Bachman bill on the Republican side. Going into the election, wouldn't that be wonderful? I mean, then then it would be secure. There would be really these two people uh, against all of the rest of us. But Romney, uh, the empty suit, uh, the Romney. I, I was thinking he has less chance than Hugh Romney. Yes, uh, who ran or his uh, father, who, who's dead, who ran pig, yeah, right. pig pen for president? I think didn't Hugh Romney run pig pen for president? Yes, for, he uh, did. for quite and some I, time. Yeah, in fact, that's the Romney. You know, if we want a Romney ticket, go get wavy gravy. Go get wavy gravy. Exactly my thought. There, you you got the right Romney there. No, he hasn't got. He has. He has no chance at all. I mean, well, he's, it, it's just no chance that he's not going to get nominated. Can you imagine what kind of convention it would be? Oh. I mean, it's going, to be, up it's to, going to be beautiful, man. It yeah. really is going to be beautiful because Romney will go to the convention. I don't think he'll concede before it. By no, 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 of course not. And, and, and Bachman will go. And, of course, Winky Doll will be there. And, you know, and, and Herman Cain and John 1% Huntsman call me crazy. You know, I believe in evolution. And, yes, I think gravity is more than a theory. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's lost it right there. He's, yeah. That's it. That's not there. He lost the Tea Party, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yes, it could indeed be Perry Bachman. It's entirely possible. The only problem with that is that 
they could win under the various under these scenarios. Someone assassinates Obama, right? Obama has a debilitating stroke, or there's some weird scandal we don't know about. I don't think so, because Obama's been completely vetted. That's the problem that poor old Perry has, is this is the first time he's been vetted, okay? And it's it ain't pretty. It just ain't pretty. Uh, we, we talked last week about Obama, take, I mean, excuse me, about Perry getting together with Senator Graham and trying to get the Teachers Association to let them buy a life insurance on them, right? We did talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, has- that, that's the whole thing. It, and, and here's the, this seems to be the, um, the, 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 the ground level here of this aspect of the Republican Party, which is if you don't hire a private profit-making company to do it, you're a socialist. That's right. You're, you're spreading the New Deal disease. You're, you're, yeah. you're a con- it's a contagion. Right. It's not it's not it's not a plan. It's a contagion. So exactly. So this would make a good segue, Pete, uh, to uh, say so. OK, so we've got a, a, a this this country here and it has a it, you can only have private profit making businesses doing everything. OK, everything. that's where we are. So why doesn't it hire anybody? Uh, in fact, why does it do just the opposite? We lost 17,000 government jobs in the last month, one of the things that has contributed to, get this, ready for your, your favorite mystical number, David? Mm-hmm. How, many, how many jobs were created in August? Zero. Zero. Yep, well, that was, Zero. that was the big depressing news of the week, and it seems to be the president's fault. Oh, yeah. It, it's the, the hipster zip. It's, it's zip because of that hipster. He's the guy. It, he's ruining us. The Republicans are, are, I tell you, David, it's not that I think they're Nazis, because they don't, okay? But they are running under the Goebbels idea, which is choose a lie, a a lie. In fact, choose 180 off of what's real and keep saying it. Mm -hmm. And after a while, it will become the other legitimate post in a conversation, okay? Just by saying it enough. They continue to say the following time and time again, every one of them. Obama has has destroyed jobs by one taxing us, two regulations, and three the stimulus. Those are responsible. Well, will we find out next week? Uh, it's probably before we should take a little musical break here, but you know, just to let everybody think about this. Next next week comes the president's. Oh, not on Wednesday. Excuse me, Mr. President. No, we can't do it on Wednesday. Well, How I'm watching. Rude. I have a TV show that I'm watching on Wednesday night, Mr. President. So, <clears throat> it's it's the I Love Lucy where she 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 she, she steps on the grapes in the big tub. I've got to see I it. gotta see it. It's my favorite. My so, Mr. President, come on Thursday, okay, sir, ha <laughs> ha, sir. Um, you know yeah, so 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 he'll be he'll be turning around next Thursday. But but before that, I think isn't Huntsman bringing out his jobs program? <laughs> yeah, <and especially laughs> like his first thing on his program is employ me as president. That. Yeah, right, exactly. And one of the ways to get a job is to inherit a lot of money and then think about what you can do for the country. Yeah. Uh, now it's it, the thing is, Dave, is that. Um, the Obama White House, I don't know what's happening there, but they're looking pretty silly. They're not pulling it off very well. The fact that he wanted to schedule this uh, this talk on the same day as a major debate, that's stupid, okay? That's definitely stupid. That's, no, that's going to cause nothing but problems, and he was humiliated because of it. So he better come up with something whoop-ass, you know, he better like, whoop some ass, or I, I don't know what's going to well, happen. Well, there is no whoop-ass. The only whoop-ass is please put $10 billion into people's pockets by hiring them to fill potholes and repair covered bridges in Vermont, for God's sake. I mean, well, what else is there to do? Take all the regulations off. What industry do we have that is so severely regulated besides gasoline refineries? Well, I mean, seriously, uh, coal mines, strip mining, uh, what, what other kind of hideous regulations are keeping businesses from hiring people? Uh, there is one major sector of our economy, David, that is held down entirely by regulations. Yes, sir. And that is yes. criminality, bankruptcy, <laughs> dope dealing, dope smuggling, kidnapping. 
white collar fraud, all of which create tons of business, money, 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 and it's all American money. It stays right here. Okay? That's right. And, because, and those prisons, too. You can hire more prison guards, and they're Americans. Yes, of course they're Americans. No one else would take the job. Uh, it's There's no way, Dave. You're right. And what he can do is he can stand up on Wednesday or is it Thursday or maybe Thursday they'll say, oh, man, Steven Seagal, lawman. <laughs> lawman is on tonight, man. Puppies. i got to watch him kill puppies. Uh, he's got to stand up and, and tell them what we need, whether or not he thinks they're going to pass it. He's got to stand up with an entire, whether it's you know feasible or not, program for how to bring jobs back and then let the American people watch the GOP, you know, gun it down. If he goes in and still compromises on Thursday, then I think the man has a mental problem. Either that or he's 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 a he's a ringer. I just don't don't understand it. Okay? That's yeah. Okay. Well, that's sort of a, a watershed moment then. Next uh, yeah. next Thursday's presidential. Yeah, cuz I you're 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 right. I mean, if if he said, you know, th these are, you know, we've sat down, we've talked about it. These are the five things we can do. Uh, sure, right. we'll take the, uh, we'll allow smog to creep up on your city again because uh, smog, having smog employs more people. Okay. Where there's smoke, there's work. Where there's smoke, there's work. Uh, uh, let, let's, yes, yes. Um, uh, what's the other plan? You know, ch uh, letting, uh, letting the middle class tax break, uh, you know, so something about taxes. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, so what, what, $12 a week more in your payroll if you're that working. Work. If you're working, David, if you're working, you know, if you are a viper. No, yeah. it, it's. But where, where are the jobs in the United States that either party can point to and say, you'll have 100,000 jobs in two months if you do this? Guaranteed. Well, or, Why don't all the companies who could do that, all of the major uh, corpor corporations in the United States, say, okay, we will hire 250,000 people yes. among us in yes. the next three months. Give them some time. You know, yeah. the next three mm -hmm. months, if you do one, two, three, A, B, C, these are the three things you have to do, and and they'll be they'll be hired immediately. Whereas we know perfectly well that they're going to do all of this stuff, and there's going to be no hiring anyway because there's no demand in a com consumer society for more crap. And also because corporations, rather than investing in their own infrastructure and productivity, even though it, it lowers the day-by-day -day balance sheet over which the speculators and vultures on Wall Street operate, not investors, but speculators, they won't, for example, say, well, the demand's a little bit low, but why don't we spend some money and buy new machinery and get ourselves ready for the recovery? None of that Commonwealth thinking. They're just sitting on a trillion and a half dollars of money. David? These people, I, I don't have a better word for it, uh, they're in, but, but they're not patriots. Patriots in the sense of believing in the, the greater good, America's greater good. They don't. They're selfish, selfish people. Remember, David, uh, uh, the character I play on, I think we're all bozos on this bus, Jim, who goes in to see oh, the yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim. Mr. Goes in to see the anatomical president and wants to answer him a question. He gets all this bullshit and finally he says... Mr. President, where can I find a job? That's what it's all about. That is exactly what it's all about. That was during the Nixon administration, one of the other dips that uh, society had. And you know what came in in those early 70s years? CETA jobs. Yes. S-E-T-A. I remember we made money on CETA jobs. They were little jobs. They were uh, with arts uh, organizations, that kind of that kind of thing. Yes, it was federal money, and it wasn't billions of dollars of bailout no. federal money. It was actual cash money that came to people to employ them to do something. Okay, you know, David, you know where $30 billion would have been immediately available, and that's a big stimulus, okay? One out of every six dollars, one out of every six dollars the U.S. is spending in Afghanistan mm. has been wasted. Wasted due to uh, corruption and inefficiency. Uh, for example, examples of the wasteful products, right? We're really running the stimulus over in Afghanistan. The report notes that they, we spent $40 million on a prison that the Iraqi government did not want, and in any case, was never finished. 
Oh, you don't, you don't, we don't have any unfinished jails in this country. Another 300, another 300 million was spent on a power plant in Afghanistan that requires technical, technical expertise beyond the Afghan government's capabilities. Ooh, look at these two switches. One blows it up, one turns it on. I wonder which. $300 million. Do you yeah. know what that would do? Well, $30 it, billion. Dollars? Hey, isn't this, isn't this the policy of um, uh, General Petraeus? Yeah. Yeah. And what did General Petraeus just do? Retired after 37 years in the Army. That's all he knows. Not only all he knows, but he has been paid by the United States government his entire working life. And will be continued to be paid his pension. Because he's going to head what? The The CIA. CIA. Exactly. And what does the CIA do? They fly drones over to kill people one by one, our enemies. Holy Mm -hmm. cow. What a, no, a holy Dave, cow! It's 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 dead serious, bad Dave. Oh, yeah. Let's let's play a little funny song. Okay, let's do that. And Rivas day after day, and then we'll come back and we'll troll a little bit more. Whoa, okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Day after day, more people come to LA. Don't you tell anybody the whole place slipping away. Where can we go when there's no San Francisco? Shh, better get ready to tie up the boat in Idaho. Kissinger for War Crimes Airlines. Being an indicted war criminal in 20 countries around the world can be a real pain in the butt. And with a butt like mine, that's some pain. 
Globetrotten have gotten real rotten for yours truly. I can't get a quick banger in London anymore or go moose diving in Paris or cut off a little schnitzel in Vienna. I was hounded and grounded, but now I'm flying high on four crimes airlines. I drop my ass in first class and wing off to Albania, Sudan, Borneo, Bahrain, and Tierra del Fuego. The scenery's not resting, but they aren't either. So, before they haul you off to Den Haag, use your frequent felony miles and get out of jail free on war crimes airlines. I'm Henry Kissinger, and I'll be back. Oh, that Henry Kissinger, you know, he may be joined soon, Dave, in, uh, in the, um, the coven of war criminals by Dick. Heads are going to explode in Washington Cheney. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cheney has a book out. Everybody, every bastard has to have had his book. Every dog has his day. Every bastard has his book. And in his, one, of the, one of the things that was interesting, someone was reviewing it and said, in fact, it was uh, Colin Powell's former chief of staff, Colonel Ferguson, I think is his name. And he said, the reason that Cheney is coming out on the offense and telling everybody that they're going to be really upset about what he writes is to, is to fend off against being charged as a war criminal. He said he, is, he realizes the best defense is an offense. And if he makes everybody afraid that if he goes down, he's going to take them with him, then they won't accuse him of war crimes. Then he'd have to fly war crimes airlines with Henry Kissinger and the ghost of Pinochet and maybe even, you know, you know George W. Bush. There, there are uh, indictments out for him in certain countries he can't go to. Well, yeah. uh, we'd love to see W. on the, uh, on the airlines, that's for sure. No oh, question well. about it. But, you know, he, he got away really scot-free. Uh, yes, he did. W. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, this, uh, not the money, not the war, not any, not the criminality. I mean, not the not nothing. nothing. Now, tell me this: Do you think? Do you think Rick Perry is the real W? Or well, do you think that's just a fake too? I, you know, it's interesting. Can I go back for just a second? I was just reading a, a wonderful book called Fly Boys by the guy who wrote Flags of Our Fathers, the, the Bradford, the guy that was the son of the man who put up the flag on you know, Iwo Jima. And he does a lot of interviewing with Bush the dad, you know, uh, Herbert Walker Bush, right, yeah. the dad, the first guy, who was indeed a real war hero and one of those flyboys and shot down twice and just one of the kids, okay, who left uh, a prep school instead of going to Yale, he did indeed enlist and he, and, he, and he went and did the most dangerous work he could. A real war hero, okay. His son is what happens, is the next generation down. His son is the crippled version of the dad in terms of having his own sense of self-esteem, his own ability to figure things out. They say that, that uh, Cheney ran the White House, was the president for the first term. So uh, do I think that Perry is the real uh, uh, Bush? I think Perry is what we, were, we thought Bush was. You know, a gunslinging Texan, a super right winger. That, that's really who Rick Perry is, man. He is, he is anti-women. He's anti-everything. He's anti-immigrants. He's anti-anything that doesn't, that doesn't fit into his basically reactionary Christian fascist lifestyle. Yeah, he's the real thing, Dave. He is. He is Elmer Gantry. You know, Elmer, if he runs with... Michelle Bachman, it'll be Elmer and Elmira Gantry are here to make it rain. Well, it would, it would be, uh, you, I mean, you can't imagine a uh, Perry Huntsman combination, for example. Out of the question. Out, Out of the, the question, question, right? Uh, could it, be Rubio. Could be, could be Perry and Rubio. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Entire, an entire Southern slate? Well, Southern slates have won before. Yeah, it, it's true. Yeah. You see, here's the thing again. It's the Tea Party is running this. They are the Republican Party. And you take out the word Republican, put in Tea Party. They don't care, actually, in the long run about winning. They want the opportunity to spend the next year, you know, running around telling us who's right, who's wrong, who's going to hell, who's an American, who's a socialist. You know, they really don't care about winning. When, it's, when, when, the, when the dust settles and it's Obama again, they'll go right back after him. That's their fun and games. Yeah. Hey, by the way, yeah. uh, there was, there's this guy named Alan Lickman, okay, 
And he's the author of this book called The Keys to the White House. And he has, for the last seven years, using his, I think what he calls his um, 13 keys to the White House, has successfully predicted the winner of, of presidential elections for the last seven times. Over the last 28 years, he has a perfect score. Nobody even comes near him. Okay? All right? And he says, because he's, he's called every president since 1984 through 2012. And he says, even if I'm being conservative, I don't see how Obama can lose. Lakeman developed his 13 keys in 1981. The test, they test the performance of the party that holds the presidency. If six or more of the 13 keys go against the party in power, then the opposing party wins. Notes Lakeman, they've never missed. They've been right seven elections in a row, a number nobody has come close to. Well, Dave, I did my own uh, electoral college looking at it, you know, and figuring it out and being really conservative. Yeah. And I have, I think that Obama's going to win 311 electoral votes. If he doesn't take Florida, 284. If he does take Florida and doesn't take Ohio, which he will, 291. I think the man's a mortal lock. I know, I know he's not popular and yet yada, the yada, the yada. But they're going to run Rick Perry against him, okay? They're not running a real Republican. They're not running some sort of a fiscal conservative and internationalist and, you know, they're not running Bob Dole against him, even John McCain. They're running Rick Perry. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, um, when they asked the the Cobra, what's his name, Bob? Uh, Corville, what's his name, the guy, yeah, the southerner that worked with Clinton, yeah, uh, his name yeah. Carville. Carville. They said, who do you want to have? What do you think of Perry? He said, well, Perry's good. So Perry's good. But if we had our choice, we want Bachman. <laughs> we'll take Perry. So we'll take well, Perry. maybe they'll give them both because you, there's no combination. I was trying to run through the combinations today, you know, yes, in my mind. Right. Perry who? Bachman, that makes sense. Perry Romney, no, 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 that'll never. No, Perry Huntsman, Huntsman no. Perry, Perry. No. Uh, not, 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 with Perry in the mix, there's no other combination. Kane, I'm sorry, it doesn't work. No. You know, Rubio. It's Rubio. Rubio. Okay, well, okay, that's a prediction. You well, said one, it here this week. It could be somebody even weirder, man. It, it's not going to be a very wise political. It's not going to be like, hey, first of all, the, 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 the vice presidential candidate has almost nothing to do with electing. The well, president. the last vice presidential candidate on the Republican Party became an instant overnight celebrity. So, you know. And dragged the ticket down. Absolutely dragged the ticket yes, down. Yes, but established the Tea Party, on the other hand. Yes, you're quite right. Now here's here is here is one though here's one Republican and this is not just T Party, this is truly the Republican mafia, the people, the, the rat fuckers that came up with um, uh, Richard Nixon, you know, the Buchanans and the Ailes and the Roves, um, all of these people, these Republicans, one of their great uh, strategies is just keep people who are gonna vote Democrat from voting. Okay? Here's here's you you're gonna love this. You're going to love this. Conservative columnist Matthew Vadum, Vadum, is just going to come right out and say it. Registering the poor to vote is un-American, and it's like handing out burglary tools to criminals. You like that, Dave? Say what? Yeah, in quotes. It is profoundly antisocial and un-American to empower the non-productive segments of the population to destroy the country which is precisely why Barack Obama zealously supports registering welfare recipients to vote. Adam, the author author of a book called uh, Who Knows, uh, is the guy that's been attacking ACORN all these times. He writes for a magazine called American Thinker. I doubt he's either. Quote, encouraging those who burden society to participate in elections isn't about helping the poor, Adam writes. It's about helping the poor to help themselves to others' money. It's about raw so-called social justice. It's about moving America even further away from the small government ideals of the founding fathers. Yeah, didn't they I say? Like that, you, yeah, didn't they say you had to own land to vote? Our founding fathers. Yeah, that was. We need to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that changed real fast too. By the way, that that was put aside real, real quickly when people realized that own. And that that came from old English law. You know, you had to be a freeholder, right? 
Well, can you say that? I love this. Look, he said, reg registering the poor, the poor to vote is un-American and like handing out burglary tools to criminals. Okay, how, so how, important, how important is this dude? I mean, that's, that's pretty far out. That's, but it's not far, any farther out than saying we should abolish the 17th Amendment? And it's no farther out than saying that Social Security is a disease, nope. is it? No, no, no. Well, how, I don't know how, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how central he is because there is no Republican establishment, no center of the Republican establishment anymore. That's what's driving Karl Rove so crazy. He's not the center anymore. It's shifted over into the Tea Party world. The thing is that he's saying what most of these bastards who try to keep people from voting are really thinking. They yes. know that they have a poor vote. The chances are that they will vote Democratic. Okay? That's well, just the, the chances just... are that they'll vote in their own self-interest. Yeah. Unfortunately, as we know, a lot of the Christian poor have not been voting in their self-interest. But that's Kansas, Dave. That's, you know, that's the, that's the religious side. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, all right. So there you go. Well, what, like that? what 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 states did you scratch in your um, uh, in your very conservative count of the uh, electoral college? I mean, scratch. Yeah, I mean, the, these are going to be Republican states. There's no hope for. Well, uh, aside from the obvious ones, you know, the 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 southern the the deep the southern, southern states tier, yeah. and, and the mountain stuff and Oklahoma and Texas stuff like that, I kept Virginia at play. I kept. North Carolina at play. Uh -huh. I gave Arizona to the Republicans. Uh -huh. I gave Iowa to the Republicans. Yeah. I put there was more. I put a couple others at play, and still, and here's what I basically the if, if there's any controversy, I gave Obama Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, New York, uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Florida, mm -hmm. and, uh, and 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 California, Oregon. And Washington, you know, and plus that's, Hawaii. That's enough. That's it. That's enough. That does yeah. it, baby. That's yeah. it. And you know, and 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 and, and you know, in Massachusetts, and Connecticut, and Delaware, and Rhode Island, and Vermont, you know, and New Hampshire. But I think he's going to take New Hampshire and Maryland. But I didn't give him anything in the South. Nothing. And I did, you know, and so except Virginia, I, which you kept in play. I kept in play, but I didn't give it to him. Yeah. Right. It's not part of his count. And the fact is, is that now that Rick Perry has said that Social Security is a disease, I, I, Florida is a lock, okay? Kasich and is so hated in Ohio, and I'm an Ohio boy, and there's such a rumble against this man, I don't think Perry, Perry anti-union, to, to the end, has a chance in Ohio. So... I think we're looking at another Johnson Goldwater situation. I really do. And Johnson wasn't, you know, wasn't that beloved at that point either. No. You know, he no. was a big, but and, and, and I you know, no, really think so. But the point is, that doesn't mean we aren't in big, big serious trouble. That doesn't mean we aren't in the recession that everybody was afraid to mention. Well, listen to this, Dave. This is Ron Bernstein, who's a real smart guy. With Bush tax cuts failing to produce broadly shared prosperity. Are we surprised, by the way, Dave? Hmm. Even before the financial meltdown and Barack Obama's stimulus failing to ignite robust recovery, the median income is now lower than in 2001. You ready? And the number of Americans in poverty, nearly one-third higher. Most incredibly fewer Americans are working today then in September 2001, a decade-long record of decline matched unmatched since 1900. Only during the 1930s was it this bad. Faith in all public and private leadership is flickering. He says this may be one of America's most dismal decades. The you know 2000 through 2000, 2001 through 2010. Can you believe there are fewer Americans working today than in 2001? Well, con I mean, considering that, what, a couple of hundred thousand of public em employees have been laid off, fired, excused from service or whatever. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and downsized here and downsizing their yeah. company. I mean, and shipping jobs abroad. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, let, I, 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 I tell you, this is here's, – here's a way for the president to approach this. Okay, Mr. President, 
Jeez, everybody is very disappointed with you, sir. But here's the thing. If, 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 if you go after the infrastructure and the importance of the infrastructure to everybody in the country, everybody who drives a car, mm-hmm. everybody who crosses a bridge during their commute, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and appeal to that aspect of the nation that this is in the, these expenditures are in the public interest. They employ people and so forth and so on that ta- people don't understand. Uh, I don't think that a tax break is going to uh, give them any more money to join the economy because pe- they're not spending any money. Yeah, you're people, right. You're this abs- town, this little town up here of Freeland, Washington, is so full of people swap meeting today. You'd uh-huh. think the underground economy had suddenly taken over. And, well, in many, and, yeah. And, yeah, and it has. And it has. And there are many ways to launder your, uh, your enterprising money through other, uh, you know, other aspects of your career. Uh, this underground economy is actually quite busy. It doesn't, people are not making a lot of money, but they are getting by. They're getting by, by s- selling yes. produce, making clothing, uh, you name it, you know, going out to the swap meet and selling their, you know, their household furnishings. They're getting by. Uh, oh, wh- where, where, do, where does the employment come from if we don't want to own a new car every year? Yes. If we don't want to have a new refrigerator every five years. Yes. If we don't, if, 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 if we let our clothes get old before we replace them. If, we, the if all you're... men stop wearing suits except lawyers, you know, they, I mean, the, the <laughs> things change. Everybody's hey, got an iPod, an i this and an i that. Yeah. There's no problem manufacturing those things. Of course, they're not manufactured here, are they? We've gone from the me generation to the I generation. <laughs> that's true. That's true. The Lord and by can... the way, that's a great idea. If only lawyers wore suits, we could pick them out more easily. <laughs> <laughs> a sniper's paradise. Right. <laughs> Look out oh, for that Dave. man on the rooftop. Yeah, yeah. That lawyer's got a gun. Uh, you know that consumers are responsible for 70% of the activity in this economy. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the, why there's a that's, bad it's, man. It's built that way. It's been built uh-huh. that way, so it's dependent on people buying things they don't necessarily need <clears throat> more often than they need them. It, and, it, and, and and there's a, you know, I mean, this started... 40 years ago with us. Oh, let's do a little let's do a little bit with a little less, you know. This has been going on for a long time. Uh there's a large amount of the country that that lives this way. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people in Vermont, no doubt, live this way. Uh yep. small towns, uh a uh, farm, you know, farm produce, uh getting by, getting by. Not not buying a new car, maybe buying a used car, you know what I mean? Uh and you buy being their car up. Yeah, 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 and that employs the mechanic, and mm. maybe even the guy at the local used car. Uh, but it's not big. These are not things where massive amounts of of consumer products are being made and sold here. So, what the Republicans seem to want to do is to is to assume that if you take all of the. Uh, uh, regulations away and taxes away from businesses they will then start making things that then people will want to buy the assumption is that people will want to buy these things i know it's it's the big lie david i'm telling you it's two steps away though if you talk if you say you know just give us these regulations and we will have jobs that sounds good but if it's the jobs are making things that people don't want which is the second half of the sentence but it doesn't make jobs. That's the thing. It's such a lie. Yeah. Regulations have nothing to do with whether or not people have jobs. Taxes have almost nothing to do with it. And certainly the stimulus didn't take jobs away. We are in a position where the left does not have the voice to say, look, pump prime this economy. Yep. You know, absolutely. 
you know. No, the left pain. is the 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 left, the center. No, none of no, not when the big lie is being promulgated, and that's you know these are the dog days, the last dog days of of summer here on this. This is a beautiful weekend, by the way, uh, Labor yeah. Day. Even though nobody's employed, I think there's going to be a lot of talk, you know, in this next coming week uh, because of the jobs, blah blah blah. And we'll see what happens when Perry hits the fan on, uh, uh, or the fans, as the case may be, uh, at yeah. that at that the debate on Wednesday, which is his first appearance. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. There's, somebody's got to. Got to be dropped out after the next, you know, the next phase. A couple of people have to drop out. There's not enough money out there. And, you know, one of the nightmare scenarios for Empty Suit is that everybody that drops out is to his right. Uh, Perry will pick up every vote from Kane. If Bachman goes, you know what I'm saying? They will all give up to Perry. None of those people are going to. And, and of course, <laughs> Newt Gingrich has no votes at all. And either, does, <laughs> and either does Huntsman. They're probably in the minus. They're probably losing. They probably I, have I, minus votes. I forget that okay. Newt is even in there, man. It's like yeah. somebody out of the French Revolution who's still hanging on, hasn't had his head chopped off yet. Right. Remember <laughs> me? He said, oh, boy, he said big things are going to happen. I, I think that there should be a third or fourth party started with Newt Gingrich and Sarah Palin. They're the watch out. Here it comes, people. Hey, you and know, this, Sarah hey, Sarah hasn't given up on this yet. Oh, it's 78% of the Tea Party doesn't want her to run. 78%. Oh, man. She has no base whatsoever. She knows it. She's, she's only doing this to raise her cue so she can be paid more to give bad speeches. Come on. We're being suckered. She's smart. Uh, do, do you have any like nice little poem to take us out into these beautiful dog days? I, wag, wag our I surely do. Lee Ho always is good for a, a monthly poem anyway, and this is the seventh month, September. Uh, yeah. It's well, seventh, it's seventh French, yes. uh, seventh French, uh, seventh Chinese month. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, um, what's it called? Has it got a name? Just the seventh month. Seventh month, September. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Cold stars glitter around the Milky Way. Dewdrops gather on a plate. Last flowers open at the tips of twigs. Orchids fade in the empty, grieving gardens. The night sky is paved with clouds like jade. Lotus leaves in the water are like green coins. On her bamboo mat, she feels the chill through her, through her thin skirt as the wind beats up at dawn and the dipper curves down the sky. Oh, that's lovely! Isn't that pretty? Remind, yeah, it hasn't got, kind of hasn't gotten quite that chilly uh, up here yet. We're having the it last will. days, but it will real soon. So until it does, we are picking so many blackberries. Are they okay? Did they come through this rainy season? Gallons good? and gallons of blackberries. Really? So oh, all our all our dear year. friends expect that uh, expect that uh, uh, jar of summertime to arrive at uh, your mailbox for uh, for Christmas, Pete. Make it two. Okay, Dave. Great, great to be with you. See you next week, everybody out there. Hey, keep Oz, keep Oz alive. Got some big news coming. If you go up to the site, you'll see we're basically reconstructing it uh, because there's a whole lot going down we'll be able to tell you about in the month of September. But stay with us. We're all going to get through this thing together. Thanks, Dave. Also want to thank Dave Maloney and Blue Yu, our engineer, Scott Wilde. Our, uh, our website designer and uh, social media guru, Phil Fountain, our graphic designer, uh, Chaz Glass, our accountant, keeps us straight, Tom Gad Willow, who is our webmaster. Thank you all for making this happen. Thanks to the Oz team. See you soon, Dave. Adio, adio, adio.